Hey y'all, it's Pat. I play Leland Deacon. I'm John and I play Mort McCoy. This is Ray and I play Cami the Kitsune. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the storyteller and welcome to Brute Force. Greetings, my patrons. Welcome to the Gilded Ram Grog House Room. I call some Jasper Spitwhistle, and I know a lot of you have stopped me in the streets lately. You've said, Jasper, when are we going to get to a bit of the story where you're a little bit more involved? You know, we like to hear the stories of the brute force's various escapades across the Londia. Um, you know, from from Vrim out to Glacier Moss, and then of course even into Gurn, where we're getting information on Frostreach and and all of that. But what? Well, there's just not enough Jasper. Well, of course, I hear and echo your concerns, but, uh, but you know, there's due time, you know, I can't do everything for this group, you know. For a lot of it, I was kind of in a mentoring position where I was kind of trying to share my personal wit and wisdom with this uh, group of ragtag adventurers, you know. But I mean, part of that is a learning experience for them and growth is important. You can't grow without going out there and trying to really get your hands dirty, you know. So they did a lot of the grunt works. That's why you hear so much. But this time, this this particular time, um, you're gonna hear a little bit more of me uh, because the the brute force, as it was, was, was needed to sweet talk their way into the castle. Now, there's a lot of ways to get into a castle. Um, grease yourself up, slide in through a poop chute. A lot of people do that. Um, but I mean, there are other ways too. And one of the ways they thought was, hey, maybe we'll put on a bit of a show. I mean, look around us. Look at the people we've brought with us. It's a veritable menagerie of uh, sights and sounds and smells. And so perhaps we can use those to our advantage to cause a distraction. Well, you know, something about traveling with a group of performers such as we were it's um, sometimes tough to get everyone on the same page. So the Brute Force did have their work cut out for them to convince their own members of what was right and what was necessary. All right, so you guys are at the gates of the castle. You guys kidnapped a principal and then interrogated said principal and got information out of said principal. The decision was made to go to the castle, but I need to know who you guys have brought with you because you guys have access to your entire retinue of folks and what crew is coming with you. And then what's your, what's your mode of ingress here? Like what's your plan vis-a-vis getting into this castle in a, uh, innocuous fashion I believe uh, to snoop around a little. taking the whole retinue, everyone. So we got, Everybody. we got Jasper, we got, I want to say Bubbles. That's not his name. What's the gorilla's name? It's not Bubbles. Bobo. No, monkeys aren't allowed in castles. That's like a number one thing about castles. Number one rule of castles. <laughs> but that's what I wanted to establish. Is Leland going to try to murder this murder Bobo as a part of the fucking act? Because Bobo and Ribbons can Bobo and Ribbons can fucking hang out. Because I don't know that they're going to be great in the knowledge gathering. What was the prison that they had in France? The little one? An oublet. We're going to put them, we're going to put Bobo in an oublet. An oubliette? 
Okay, okay. I'm going to go ahead and say that our non-verbally communicating parts of the retinue, I think, because this is a reconnaissance situation, maybe they're not going to have a, a a big role to play. Love that Bobo is fluent in ASL. Well, I, I think they would aid our disguise. If we want to go in as like a traveling troop of entertainers, they would like aid our disguise like, humanoids that can communicate in the on. common language are therefore not entertaining because jasper has well no because like some... you know you if you had like a traveling circus you know i'd have like the bears and the lions and all that sort of stuff but we've got gorillas and, and llamas if i was a peasant and under tyrannical vampiric rule and i heard that there was a traveling group of minstrels and also they had a giant blue gorilla i'd be like all right you know what fuck it i'm gonna go check it out and a talking dog. The dog like talks in our brain though, so Although, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But he's a cool dog with a hat. Cool I mean that's all you have to say, he's great. a dog with a hat. <laughs> I'll be like, oh what? shit. Okay, I okay, are we go what is the what are what's our thing that we're performing? Wait, I'm offering an olive branch. Can we decide that Bobo smokes cigarettes? Because primates smoking cigarettes are very cool. You see a little ever see a chimpanzee smoking a cigarette? It's the coolest fucking chimpanzee in the world. Can it not be tobacco? Can it be weed? I would whatever, love if Bobo was chill. Whatever smokable drug they have in this world, I just want Bobo to be ripping the camel equivalent of that. All right. Well, Bobo Bobo smokes cloves. Okay. But I will tell you that cloves just happen to get get uh, gorillas fucked up. It's like catnip for gorillas. It's like catnip, yeah. Bobo is officially like dope. So in terms of talent and stuff i mean i don't know we've got a heck of a lot but i think we could get the others to like put that put that bottle that up that's that's gonna be the new bumper for the show they don't have any talent yeah we us three players can't figure out a way to make our three characters entertaining and that may if we can't figure out how to make our three characters do something entertaining you guys want a rap battle we did we did now it was largely ezra but here's a secret he cribbed all of those fucking lines that he had he took them all from pat and guess who's in the party leland another person that has access to pat's information so yeah right you can text pat Oh yeah, that oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay, I can I can figure out I can figure out how to be entertaining if I can text Pat the whole time and just cheat off of him. I was thinking that we get the rest of the Brett and you to do the entertaining stuff while we sneak off and try and find shit. No, I like that. The discretion. Oh, that's not. I a bad like. Idea, I li- yeah. okay. All right, John. You know what? You've turned me a hundred and eighty degrees. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's let's bring Jasper and the Blue Gorilla crew to the fucking castle, and we're just managing props. And that's a good name for them. So that's a good name for the troop. Oh, we're Jack Hanna on the daytime talk shows. We're just gonna be the Jack Hanna. We'll be like, look at this creature. Well, well, because of Bobo, it's more of the Jack Hanna Barbera, but sure. Right. We got a monkey that smokes cigarettes. Check them out. Got a monkey that chain smokes. We got got a dog in a hat. Everyone's gonna be like, "Damn, that monkey's smoking a lot of cigarettes." I think Bobo sits like side saddle with his legs crossed as he smokes his cloves on ribbon. One hundred percent on the on the llama. And I think that's the fucking show. And then Jasper's talking about something. And everyone's like, if this guy, if this guy would shut up, I can pay attention to this gorilla. <laughs> you guys have like you guys have like one tank top that is a little wet 
left over from Hollis and it's like sitting next to a picture of Hollis and it was like yeah she's not here (laughs) but But, could you imagine but we did also know a shark lady so (laughs) we have we have like like a framed Polaroid of Bobo with Hollis yeah (laughs) never mind I I I totally redact the 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 assertion that we might not have talent I mean that's not terrible are you guys taking the tigriffs at that point because you guys do also have tigriffs I think I think if we can convince them to come with us then that that would end in some cr- like lend us some cr- credibility. Straight up menagerie. We also forgot about Yanov as well. Yanov has skills, sure, absolutely. Yanov can yeah. do some crazy engineering shit. Yeah, he's more of like the tech crew, right? He's more of he's more of behind the curtain crew. Let's do a little of this in character thing because you guys have had Why the chance to, to figure that? out who you, know you want. I can't do that. Who you want? Who you want to bring? You don't have to be. You don't have to lead the discussion. I think you guys need to have a couple conversations because I think that you're right. There are a, a couple of people in this that you're going to have to kind of, I guess, convince them to get involved. And based on how many people you you get involved, I'm going to give you guys like some bonuses to. Maybe your stealth, maybe your uh, ability to be able to have these conversations uh, with people in the what castle. What skill is going to be performance? Like, well, like what? Because I don't think there's a, perf- a performance skill in Fate. I'm pretty sure there's something like that. It's it called pizzazz in Fate. Is it called pizzazz? Yeah, are we rolling pizzazz? I think it's. Um, I mean, for, for like actually being up on stage and performing, I would imagine it would be a rapport. Okay, because if it's rapport, then I'm not too worried. I'm not too worried because it's the right, only thing but I'm you're good not, at. Here's the thing. That's not what I'm talking about, though. I'm not saying, I'm not saying you guys are going to give a better performance because of the people that are involved. You guys, your goal is not to go to the castle and put on the best damn show of your life. Your goal is to go to the castle and get information oh, without okay. yourselves being hyper-noticed as doing so. Sure. So what I'm thinking is the better show you're able to put on without you there by bringing in the Tigriffs, by bringing in Jasper, by bringing in Yanov, by doing those things, the better that show is able to be in the, like the more audience that's able to draw, the more people you're going to be able to communicate with and the more information you're going to be able to find and the less you're going to stick out. So I'm, I'm with you on this road trip. I went along on the road trip. I thought that I, I had a feeling that it was going to be important for us to establish what skill we needed, like what this retinue is going to need to do before we go into a bunch of scenes where we're convincing them to do something for us. I thought we should set that. I wanted to have a good idea of setting it up front. I do. I gotcha. have followed. I have followed along and I do know that we are sleuthing. Um, but yeah, I want I wanted to figure out what we were trying to achieve. We've got three people that you're trying to convince. Maybe that's what our goal is right now then. And maybe you can all have a separate conversation to figure mm-hmm. out who you're going to convince try to convince to work uh, on this show. Okay. So you got three people at this point. You got Yanov, you got the Tigriffs, you got Jasper. Yeah. So I, I guess, I guess draw some straws, uh, divvy it out between yourselves. Who do you think uh, your character would I be? I was really to, hoping I could have a scene to. where I just convince Bobo to start smoking. So Leland will we'll bury the hatchet. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that would be my scene. Mort would probably talk to Jasper, I reckon. Because I know Cammy wouldn't go Jasper. I no, I don't don't send me. I have a feeling that Cammy would be served best talking to the Tigriffs because they seem like a no nonsense bunch, and I don't know that Leland takes a no nonsense approach 
more often than not. Well, Leland bonded really well with Alan Jackson. That's who I was going to go talk with. Oh, well, I well I can do Yanov. So we rock up at the castle and then face back a words coming over the screen saying 12 hours earlier. 12 hours, exactly 12 hours earlier. Yeah, okay. Um, who wants to go first? Quick question, where did we leave all of these people? They're on the airship. Because Jasper wanted to come 21 Jump Street with us, but we told him no, so we went back to the airstrip. Yeah, he couldn't get in because they said he was too old. Um, yeah, they're all on the airship. The airship was at the dock. Frostreach is a coastal city, so there is a dock. So you guys, they had just basically left them there, so they were all in town. I'll go see Alan Jackson. Okay, you're going to go approach the Tigris. I give them, okay. I give them the, the, the mandatory Tigris uh, finger guns. Salute. And you got to do to show your respects. And I say, hey there, brother. How, how, how's it been? Things are going well. How are you, Leland? Oh, man, I'm doing great. You know, there was a while there when I kind of had like a little bit of a, a psychotic break. But I've been under a lot of pressure on account of the fact of curses and ensorcelments and ne'er-do-wells and the kooks that I'm running around with. You know how it is. But I think we got a plan where, one, my spirit can be placed at ease by ridding the world of the vampiric uh, uh, threat, that is, stealing the life force of this wonderful place that we love and all love so well, where sugar has been replaced with a sugar alternative, because that makes sense. And people love to have a non-sugar sweetener for some reason. Uh, I was hoping I could join forces with you and we could do a clever uh, uh, ruse together, like in the olden days. Of our friendship. Hmm. Well, I'm uh, I'm torn. <laughs> Natalie um, and Bruglia. I'm not much for clever ruses. Your name's Alan Jackson. I, I appreciate directness, but um, I also do really dislike vampires. So what were you thinking? Well, we're going to do one of our classic bits, you know. We ha we ha we're going to gain access to the castle, but under the guise of like a traveling... A uh, minstrel show, wherein you know, I think I think Cammy's gonna go get Bobo hooked on nicotine. Um, that's something she's gonna do because people love to see a smoking monkey. And I, I've heard this. Yeah, yes. pe you know, uh, people see it and they just lose their mind when you see of a smoking monkey. It, it, they think to themselves, "So like us." But that is it. That is it. Yeah. Um, you know, and so that'd be cool. But hell, I mean, most people ain't seen a tiger. And you're very wise and very noble. So we thought we'd do a thing where, you know, you use all the knowledge of the universe, which you possess since because you're the coolest guy in the world. And they can ask you, uh, they have to answer a riddles three. Or if they don't get them right, you get to maybe do a little a little face rip with your claws, which I know you like so much. Mm. Mm. It seems like a lot of pageantry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, there's a lot of pomp given the circumstance. I agree. Mm-hmm. But listen, I think that together we can rid the world of vampires. I just need you to do like a like a tight fight. Hmm. Because we're gonna we're gonna bring in everyone. Yanoff is gonna be there showing off. It'll be like a world's fair when he's in there. He'll be showing off like astronaut ice cream and you know a pen that you can ride upside down with and all sorts of other little little you know trinkets, knickknacks. Um, roll me a rapport. It's like my strongest one, plus three in rapport. What are the rolls going to... Well, it's a plus three, because I roll a zero. Okay. He thinks about it for a little while, and he says, All right, well, 
if there is um if there's anyone who tries to put a hat on me nope. like a small party hat or anything of that nature um i just want you to know i will uh i will tear their face off we, we've kind of agreed on that yeah um this this does further the goal of of uh just killing a whole bunch of vampires right oh yeah that'll be dope okay hey what do you want is there anything like special you want that i can do for you since you're doing this favor for me hmm um yeah i i would love i would now this might seem this might seem a little um a little a little cliche but a lot of the food that you guys have around here it's a little bland yeah I'm just, I've just, you know, I don't know if you've noticed that. I have. Um, I'm used to, I'm used to things with a little bit more, you know, a little bit more flavor. Okay. Um, so I was thinking maybe after the show, maybe I could just kill and eat a few people. Just, just like three or four. Yeah. I mean, I got no problem with that. That's not, I mean, that's not up to me. That's, that's the, I'm not going to stand in your way. And Leland's redemption arc <laughs> continues. <laughs> Just pick bad ones. Pick, pick like bad oh. people. You know, they say don't. Okay. Feel free to judge a book by its cover is what I'm telling. Because like, right. you're not going to have time. So just, to you like, can usually tell when somebody's evil just by looking at them is what you're saying. Yeah. You're not going to have time to get to know them. But like if you see a guy that kind of looks like a ne'er do, you know, they got that glint in their eye. Mm. Sure. Yeah. If they got that okay. glint. Just chomp them up. I usually judge based on the expensiveness of their shoes. If they have really nice shoes, they're usually okay to kill. Well, that's something. <laughs> and Leland slowly backs out of the tent I assume scuffing up his shoes on the way <laughs> you've managed to get yourself some tigers. okay let's do let's do Yanov okay I have a feeling I have a feeling Jasper's is gonna be oh Jasper's gonna be easy to be like hey Jasper wanna tell some stories yep okay cool let's go <laughs> I, l- I, let's go with I have a feeling Jasper's is gonna be funnier I feel like Yanov's is gonna be is gonna be the technical conversation <laughs> See if you can get some cool shit out of him as well. Every interaction that I've had with Yanov has get, been to you acquire get cool, cool shit. shit. Not that it's not, not that it's necessarily yeah. ever, never used the ever cool paid shit. off for you. We yeah. still have a we still have a papoose. Yeah, yeah. You could be riding Bobo into this conversation if you wanted to. Well, I well I have to because I just came from a Bobo conversation where I convinced him to start smoking, to start chain smoking cloves. Mm. He's coughing a lot. He hasn't adapted. <laughs> um, but yeah, Kami will ride in on Bobo with uh, probably on Bobo on ribbons and just stack us three deep uh, to to come in and find Yanov. Um, is he working on something right now? Because he's usually fiddling. He is. Yeah, he is actually he's 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 got his like mobile lab going um, and he's working on a few different things. It looks like he's got a lot of things in the fire right now. Uh, but what he seems to be most preoccupied with is he's got a bunch of that crystal, like the ground crystal d- dust that you guys found in Vrim, where the big chunk of the wall had been busted out. Where like we, you guys think that one of these big geodes was used to teleport people, and you guys uh, scooped up some of that crystal dust and had him working on it and seeing what he could figure out with it. So that seems to be what's occupying most of his attention. All right. All right. All right. Let's see if I can make this fucking sound because I'm not confident that I can make this horrible sound. You had to show, but you also had to show <laughs> this is, a, this is just for the audience out mm-hmm. there. Um, Cammy did have to show 
Bobo how to smoke. That's the narrative reason. So that's the narrative reason. And it's not that my is an important it. thing that you realize. So if the voice sounds different, she did have to teach a gorilla yeah, how to if smoke. If the voice sounds different, yeah, she's got little it's lungs. Because I am a method actress, really, truly, and mm. I'm committing to my craft. You smoked eight packs of cigarettes today, clove cigarettes today, just to get this down. Yeah, I was preparing for two weeks um, for this one conversation I yeah. knew I was going to have. Hello, Gabby. <laughs> sounds great. Hey. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna we're all gonna be real uncomfortable when i kill myself on camera though so let's think about i sound like i'm in puberty and i hate it <clears throat> uh yanoff oh hey cammy how's it going how's it going yeah um okay so we kind of have i'm gonna i'm gonna not get mad because i'm an adult yeah but you also don't necessarily have to do the voice i mean <sighs> if it's uncomfortable to talk doing it just just we'll move past it. This conversation will not be hung up on that. Okay. Okay. I, you, you got a lot going on here. You have a literal fire on the airship, which we've talked to you about. So I'm hoping, are you, are you fiddling with the, the crystal stuff? Do you have like, so, do you have some oh, yeah, cool this shit is actually, for us? This is one of six or seven different, different uh, fires going on right now. They're all very critical, very important fires. I'm learning a lot. It's been very cool. Oh, oh, mm-hmm, hey, mm-hmm. why are you all white? This is very strange. Oh, bud. You look- oh, I don't. It's not great. Um, I've so I'm not feeling that well. Um, but but he's already scanning you with like oh, handheld little devices you know, and stuff. I, I strapped myself to the gorilla because I thought it'd be harder for you to do this. You do know that. That's why I did it. Oh no, no. Actually, there's 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 this, there's little uh, bounce off sensors in that in that papoose that you've got there. It just kind of scans you the from all sides. Scans too. me so, like, while I'm in it. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's tactical in a lot of ways. It's tactical scanning. But the pa- that's why you never fall out papoose- of it. You ride this thing everywhere, I assume, but you notice you never fall out of it. It's because it's always scanning you to make sure you're still there. And then if you're not, you start slipping one way, it adjusts you the other direction. But also, it can give a little bit of biofeedback data. I wasn't expecting full like Tesla shit in the fucking baby carrier that you strapped onto this gorilla. But it's a pretty advanced gorilla, so it needs a pretty advanced papoose. I have a feeling. I have a feeling Bobo does a really cool gesture with his new clove cigarette at the vision of very advanced gorilla. <laughs> yeah, he pulls it out and just kind of flicks it yeah. a little bit onto the ground and then pops it back in his mouth. Yeah, he's he's the exact opposite of what the PSAs are warning you. About it, he looks so fucking cool. I'm sure. Got him a little leather jacket, a little crop leather jacket now. Oh my! This is very strange. These readings are very strange. You seem to be like less from a different plane now. Real, mm-hmm. less real, I suppose, than you normally should be. Yeah, my assumption is that somehow I've like my um uh, my soul is now owned uh, by a being that's. Very powerful from a whole different place. And I'm I'm really having a lot of existential dread about that. So I'm really glad that we're working this into into the conversation about what you got going on. Huh. Does that is that dust gonna bring my soul back to me, maybe? Um funny you mention that. I've been screwing around with this dust to a certain extent and have found out uh-huh. that under the right resonance, I suppose is the good word mm-hmm. for it. Um Things just kind of lock down. So let let me show you something. And he starts like he's got an, one of those tuning forks 
and he hits the tuning fork and you can see that like when he does that the uh like the dust will glow a certain color and then he can like change the frequency on the tuning fork and it will like vibrate different colors but then he like pulls out a little device and sets a chunk of that dust separately it's kind of this little ring that has these little Uh, electronic components on it and he flips it on and there's like a slight hum going on to it and when he hits the tuning fork again all of the dust starts to glow except the dust inside this little ring that he's created separate so it is like isolated it from this resonance in some way it's like yeah I, i i don't know it seems like there are there are ways to like isolate planes from one another and just like cut off access between them so I wouldn't know what this would do if, like, we tried to separate you from other planes. But I'm, it's possible if I research it a little more that this could be something that could fix your issues. Yana, I need I need a written contract and over 100 percent certainty that if you put that ring on my fucking body, that I'm not going to be zoinked to the other place that owns me. Listen, I'm going to need I'm going to need over 100 percent certainty on off because I've made some recent gambles with some confidence in myself and my abilities that haven't panned out. OK, bud. OK, bud. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. I think that that I got a cool fucking smoking gorilla right here. And I know that that sounds like a cool like con that you'd hear about in a heist movie. But I quite literally have a really fucking cool smoking gorilla right here and his fist so big. And it will hit so big. So you're saying, mm-hmm. so you're saying, not a lot of interest in me continuing that particular. No, research. I think you should. I think, I think maybe that should be bumped up the list a little bit. I need certainty that I'm not going to now be taken. Well, actually, is it going to be better there? Probably not, because I'll be owned. I need full certainty that I'm not gonna. <laughs> Be on a sideshow. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not. I'm Listen, not. I'm not trying to get here, spun I'm off. I'm gonna break it down. Do you know what I mean? I'll break it down. I'll break it down to you as simple as it could be. Okay, you you would be at least temporarily isolated entirely from other planes of existence. Now, my expectation is, and this is all theoretical, obviously, that your isolation would sever any connection that you had, and that even taking off any any form of of uh resonance blocking that you would stay separated from other realms until you interacted with them again so uh consider it like a prophylactic measure against other realms encroaching on your well-being but i would also say that i offer no guarantees and would never enter into a contract especially since you seem like you're like 30 percent fey right now and i just don't get into contracts with fey people it just it's not smart they always know something extra and it's there's a lie there somewhere and they it's not smart it's not a smart process anyway why don't you come in i'm I'm sure i'm sure you didn't come to talk about this we'll circle back around to that though at some point yadoff because i I'm having a lot of instincts to get off of this gorilla and drop you like third period French. Do you get my meaning? I'm just, mm-hmm. I okay. All right. I mean, hey, I could put a back burner. It's fine. I I just, I thought this was a cool thing that I saw happen with, with some rock dust um, that seemed pretty germane to the conversation in hand. Um, but uh, yeah, we could do it. We could not do it. It's up to you. What's up? Okay. Um, is there any way that you could, you know, Make like one of those one person band things and put on someone 
A one-person band. Like where there's like there's like a drum kit on the back, and then there's a little weird thing that has a horn up the front. You know, like a one-man band kit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. I've never made one before, but it would be difficult. Wouldn't be difficult to make. Mm-hmm. Certainly. I just so we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this fun thing where um. We have a fake like Cirque kind of show, and we're gonna use it to infiltrate. We're gonna twenty-two Jump Street because you know how we just twenty-one Jump Streeted, and it honestly mm-hmm, went mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. for our standards, it went really well. Honestly, um, yeah, we're gonna kind of run that back, do that, um, but we have to rely on performance, and I have a feeling that we're gonna need some sounds to drown out Jasper's story, whatever Jasper decides to do. That sounds like great instinct, actually. Yeah. Um, okay, I could do it. But mounting it onto the person would be the hard part. Because Jasper won't agree. Yeah. So it needs to be something that we could put on without his consent. Okay. All right. Um, can I could I have the harness back? Like the papoose? Can I get the papoose back? I could use that to make a harness for him that he would that we could like slip it onto him. Or plan B. Okay. I can make it something that like is attached to a saddle, and then we could put it on on the llama, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I think. I think we need. I mean, I. I don't know. I've never seen a llama band before, and I think that that might be pretty high. I think that could be good. We need. I think that you should come with us for for technical snafus to 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 run. I think in theater they call it tech. Yeah. To do the lights, sound, make sure because we're gonna kind of be roadies so that we can just and managers so that we can just wander because the I want to stress to you that the point is not the show. We're going to be off doing other stuff. So if you could be there to manage to make sure there is an actual show, that would be ideal because we can't trust Jasper to do that. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just rolled a resources roll for Yanov mm-hmm. to see like what else he can bring to this, and I just rolled very very well. So uh, he pulls out a little contraption. It is a little metal disc. And he hands it to you and he's like, okay, okay, this one, this will be great. This will be perfect for the show. Just toss it outside of the tent, not in the tent, please. Or press the button and just like toss it on the ground. Okay. Cammy specifically like puts her body so that it's shielded behind Bobo as she like flings it at an angle outside of the tent. So it pops up. Uh, so you press the button, you throw it outside the tent. It hits the ground and rolls like a couple uh, feet. And then uh, you think... Well, that was kind of pointless. And then out from it springs, uh, it like starts to unfold itself. And it is a roughly uh, 15 foot diameter steel mesh ball. And inside it, you see two little automatons uh, on mini bikes. He's like, yeah, so this is this is our whirling, whirling wheel of doom. And um, those little robot guys are there. They'll they'll ride those mini bikes in circles around it. And they always look like they're going to hit each other. And then they don't actually hit each other. But people are like, oh, shit, they're going to hit each other. And then they don't. Are they like mini Frankies? Uh, they're, less, they're less no, fleshy. no, they're robo. They're, they're not ro. They're not fleshy at all. They are obviously like just little mechanical. Are they more like the little crystal? On motorcycles. The crystal, like Crystal, the Crystal Lady that you named Crystal, which was confusing. <laughs> I, I think I named her something else, and you guys decided she was named Crystal. Um, Sounds better. But yes, it, her, the, their form is more similar to her. Okay. Yes. Is this a new thing that you have, or you have you just had this pocket evil Knievel kind of thing? <sighs> okay, so I had the ball. I had the ball for a long time, um, but I never managed to what. 
What, what were you, you planning on putting a big gerbil in it? Like, well, why'd you have the ball? <laughs> yes, actually, I thought maybe there would be a time big gerbil or or have you ever been in like you ever been in a an old tomb or something like that or like a, a jungle temple and then like you're trying to steal something from the jungle temple and like you run oh. down away and a big ball comes out and it's like well shit i'm in trouble because i'm not in a big ball and if you pop this thing open and jump in the next thing you know it's like an atlas ball situation and it's american gladiators everybody's happy so that's what originally it was made for. But then I really, I really started thinking, you know, this would be great as like a, uh, 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 like a, like a real showman type piece where people can like come and watch it. It's automatic. So it kind of does its own thing, you know, kind of makes the money and um, never really got the roboting thing quite down until recently. I just got another crack at it and got lucky with a few of my designs and here we go. It works great. Um, uh, it it will probably burst into flames. I'm going to be completely oh, honest. Okay. At some point over the course of the show, it will probably burst into Can flames. Can we control when it bursts into flames? Yeah, actually, if I if I intentionally make it burst into flames in advance uh, at a specific time, then it's way more dramatic. Well, that's, and it looks great. That's like an exit strategy to me, honestly. I, I'm loving this. That sounds great. Okay. Well, I mean, I hate. I'm gonna I'm gonna work on. Um, two two different projects now. I'm gonna work on this uh, this one man llama band mm-hmm. thing. Um, critical. That's but that's that's one B. Okay. One A is uh, some way to isolate you entirely in a 100 percent guaranteed fashion from other planes of existence in order to have you not be uh, stark white and also partially owned by a fake creature. Yeah. Question yeah. Mark? The who 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 owns me is that's gonna. I think that's gonna be a problem for a while. Um, but I think if we should, probably should have extra copies of these rings because the vampires are also fucking with other planes. So we all so cutting cutting people. We need to have an ability to make people stay where they're meant to stay. So keep if you could okay. do like hula hoop sized ones or like a lasso where we could like lasso a vampire okay. and then they can't play with the crystals. So we want we want big hula hoops. Mm-hmm. We want wearable, maybe like, like an, something like an wearable. Like an anti-portal, like you know how they have make portal guns. What is what is the anti? An anti-portal an gun. Anti-portal gun where we shoot someone and then they can't use portals. So we shoot them with this laser, and that we can set the phaser to stay the fuck right there. You know how an actual gun, if you shoot someone, they can't go through a portal. Can we? <laughs> yeah, I was just saying. There's a certain point you just have a gun. We've reverse engineered weaponry at this point. We we keep coming back to what if we just made guns. I'm sorry, finger blasters. Anyways, um, no, like I think, yeah, a way to cut the vampires off from like escaping to the frost zone. I forgot. Thimble winter. Thimble winter. <laughs> frost zone works. I think that sounds dramatic. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, a way to cut them off. I actually also would be important. I think. Okay. Well, I'll 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 do what I can. I have not, by the way, had any luck actually creating portals, but I've had a pretty good job of like this whole shutting things down thing. So maybe that is um is just as good, you know, in a way. My my failure could be a bit of a success here. I'm seeing a bright side well, to this. You were I mean, you you've made a bunch of wither glasses, right? It's gotta just maybe it's gotta have something some kind of way to fuck with that, maybe. I don't know. It seems similar to me. Yeah. It does. Pretty, pretty similar. How, how have we finished this conversation with you being depressed? <laughs> anyway. I'm going to make some cool okay. weapons. 
And but also, okay. I'm going to make a lasso that makes people tell the truth and also not open portals. Okay, I'm going to try to teach Bobo how to walk on this thing while the automatons are going, so that we have a real big opener, so that there's a smoking oh, gorilla geez. walking on the ball. That's what I'm going to work. This on. is this is a sh- what? Hey, mm-hmm. Cammy, just between mm-hmm. the two of us, if this adventuring thing doesn't work out, I think we got a fucking show here. I mean, I feel like I feel like entertaining and setting up at exact time when things burst into flames is probably our sweet spot. We should probably stop doing this other stuff that we're trying to do and just work on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Control burn. Love it. All right, we're going to cut to Mort, who is trying to convince Jasper to join this show. Hey, Jasper, buddy, how you doing? Oh, terrible. Oh, God, awful. You know what, Mort, I've been thinking. I think I'm giving up show business. You know, I think it's, I don't think it's for me anymore, really. I've been telling my stories and people have enjoyed it, obviously, but I feel like I've hit my highest height. Everything these days, it's all just, I don't know, it's all flash and pizzazz. It's all, um, everybody's all showy, you know? Nobody wants to tell anything anymore, you know? I feel like I'm losing the luster of the stage. What if, instead of, that we make it even more flashier and pizzazzier. You know, really... Oh, I hate that. Up, ...up it over the people that are doing flash and pizzazz. Just go, you know, even bigger and just really stick it to them, you know? Wait, are you talking about... Are you talking about a lampoon? Are you speaking of some sort of satire? No, no, no. Just just the most amazing... Oh, I was in for that. Oh, I, I love I mean, the idea of satire. If you wanted to do, do uh, that... Doing it ironically would have been great, but now no... Hey, I was thinking of really just putting on the, the greatest show on Earth, you know? Well... We, we, we need your, your help on something, Jasper. We think we've we found out, you know, the source of vampirism and all of that sort of stuff. Um, and it's in the castle uh, over yonder. Oh wait, no. Yonder's an actual place, isn't it? That'll get confused. Yonder's, yonder's. <laughs> yeah, that's no, far no, sorry, from it's, here, it's not over yonder. It's uh, over Frostreach. Uh, just there, look, and I, I right. point out the window at the castle. You see, we we need to sneak into that castle, so we're thinking of putting together um, a troop, um, and we need uh, someone charismatic um, and bold, and you know, with a, a certain sense of style to, to lead the troop and, and you know immediately you sprang to mind of course and and we thought you know you could go with the troop and you know put on put on this huge show uh while we go and do a little sneaky sneak and find out uh everything we can. You know, I need to stress that the point of this whole thing isn't really the sneaky sneak, it's the show. So we need you to put on the, the best show possible. Yeah, um, whether you want to tell stories about us or or other stories, that, that's completely up to you. You know, um, you know, we're also going to have, yes, okay. you know, Bobo's going to be right. doing some stuff, and you're going to bring the monkey on stage. Well, I mean, he's a big blue monkey. It's it's quite a, a draw, isn't it? Really? Oh, yeah. I suppose. Uh, I suppose everyone wants to see a big blue monkey smoking these days. I hear. Yeah, it's not it's, good for my lungs. I mean, it's not someone good for who his lives and dies either. by his tongue. Yeah, I mean that's it's. I tried to talk Cammy out of that really, but um, she was hell bent on it for some reason. Um, but yeah, and then you know Yanov will be there for for tech support, and you know Satchmo oh, here, I he's gonna be him. here and like I don't know, he's gonna like read people's minds or something. I think you know we just want this whole whole spec spectacular spectacular spec 
spectacle? Well, it's, uh, I don't know. You're going to have to roll a rapport. Well, I don't have anything in that. That is a, oh, that's a three. Sounds like you have devised one of the most direly, dastardly, terrible uh, shows that have ever been devised. It sounds like it's nothing but boringness. Which is exactly why we need your help. It sounds like it's nothing. You're, 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 in, you're, you're in the way of my dramatic turn. I have an about face, a bone mold coming at the end of this, but you really do have to sit back for a second before you'd be able... I got to denigrate it a little bit before I can say how Sorry. I could... How I could okay. um, this is the ter- terrible idea. This is the worst idea for a show ever. It sounds like it's appealing to the weakest-minded of folks, the lowest of the low, the dregs of the dregs, and there's only one way you could pull it off, and that's with me. See, you have to wait for I. I got to get through the whole so, part yes, of that. Yes, yes, so. of course. Yeah, I, I knew you. Yeah. You're the man for the for the job. You know, we need someone. You know, exactly of your skills and caliber to be able to pull off this uh, daring plan. All right. Well, I do have a few. Uh, I do have a few performance. I my performance writer does have a few items in it that are going to have to be procured before I will uh, even consider this as an option for me. A glass full of brown M Ms. Uh, is that an option? Uh, if, if that's what you want, I'm sure we could... Uh, I was just going to ask to not have to sleep next to the monkey anymore, but I oh, I will also uh, yeah, take I mean, this glass of M&M's. I, I, can, I would love I that. I can give you some M&M's. Um, uh, Wonderful. I'll, I'll see what I can do about the monkey. I can't guarantee that, of course, you know. Well, I'm just excited it, about it's the like, candy at It's this like point. the old joke, you know, where does a 10-pound gorilla sleep? Not a 10-pound gorilla, that's kind a tiny gorilla. Like, yes, yes, yes. 10-pound gorilla is right. small. <laughs> Where did I put my 10-pound gorilla? I've lost him. Where does he sleep? Well, anywhere. Who knows? It's 10 pounds. He could be, could be anywhere. Um, I mean, that'd be a large cat or a medium-sized cat, I suppose. So you'd still notice him. I anyway, we're getting off track. All right, sure. I'll help with the show. That's wonderful. That's, that's just what I need. And, you know, if you, if you want to, you know, do a song, play an instrument or something as well, then, you know, go, go I don't do it. those things, no. No? No, no, no. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not since the heartbreak. Oh, what heartbreak's this? Do tell. No, I can't. No? I shan't and I won't. Okay. That, that's, that's, that's fair. But, you know... If you ever need a shoulder to you know, cry on, you know, Leyland's just down the road. Um, he he loves listening about, you know, stories of heartbreak and stuff. It, it reminds him, you know, what it's like to live. You know, he hasn't been alive for much longer than, than me. Um, yeah. I'm just going to start walking away, I feel, at this point. Yeah, me too. I don't know. Yeah, but, this is a, this got weird. It, it did, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. My bad. Um, uh, so we'll we'll uh, see you in a bit then. We'll uh, head off to the, the castle. All right, I can't hear you anymore. Okay. I'm over here yeah, now. I can't hear you either. Bye-bye. <laughs> I think the listeners are going to have a hard time figuring out which of the characters don't have any skills to report. I think is the problem we're not that we're we're mixing up player and character knowledge because John's so charismatic mm. that that sounded <laughs> oh, yeah. like that, a very persuasive for sure yeah <laughs> yeah I think it's going to be confusing <laughs> for them that Cammy and Leland are the ones that are heavy in rapport we might yeah. need to take that back so John can do a less good job yeah <laughs> he's already a vampire you guys have successfully recruited all of the people that already were following you around which is great and wonderful. This is all the makings of an absolutely gaudy spectacle. 
Uh, but in that I think fun that's what theater, you want, yeah, though. it's in that fun like a theatrical way. The gaudy spectacles, you know, like uh, like Pippin. It needs to be a bull thing. Yeah. Also, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, Sachmano th- uh, Three Chino. You guys run into him outside, and he's like, "Hey, hey, check, check out this, check out this. This is a new thing I can do." And he does a little backflip. Oh, hey, look at yeah. that! Look at that! And look the hat that. stayed on as well. That's incredible. Yeah, no, okay, yeah, yeah, watch this though. And he does a backflip, and the hat falls off. Uh. The, the, the hat falls off this time, and he like looks a little bit sad, and he sits down, and he sits down right on the brim of the hat, and the hat flips up and lands on his head. <laughs> and then he, and then he kind of like looks to look, looks, looks, tilts his head a little bit, looks at you, and gives you a little grin, winks one eye. Sachmano three Chino actually has the highest rapport score of anyone on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, and that's um, that should be terrifying. That that was that was great, Satchmo. That that was amazing. Yeah, I just wish I had a place that I could show off a skill like that. You know, it just doesn't come up very often. Do you want to come and, and put on a little show with us? And you could do that. You could do a bit of talking in people's minds and really freaking them out as well. You know? Oh, I don't know. Just like pretend like you're the voice of like their dead mother or something. I think I might just stick to the acrobatics. Oh, yeah. You know, the hat, the hat. The acrohatics. Wait, wait. Can I? Can we call it acrohatics? That, that's good. That's really good. Yeah. Okay. Hatography. Ac- acrohatics is better. I think. All right. I, I, well, that's fine. We can do acrohatics. Um, all right. I'll work on. I'll, I'll work on a few new ones. I'll be. I'll, I'll be working on a few new ones. I'm sure it will be captivating. Oh my god! We've got a gorilla that's going to chain smoke, and maybe be able to walk on top of a large metal ball that's going to have two constantly going automatons on tiny motorbikes. We've Dope. got uh we've got a, a llama who will be outfitted with a full one-man band kit. We have Jasper yep. who's going to talk question mark about his love life, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and then we have a bunch of tigers that are going to be there to just add panache. They're going to ask riddles. And all, yeah, ask riddles. And a doctor in Hackbatic. I feel like Jasper's job here is emceeing because yeah. there's all these like acts going on. I feel like he's just he's just holding it so together. Was it Hackbatics or Acrohatics? Acrohatics, that's it. Although I do like Acrohatics. That also works. Well, whatever it is, it's the title of the show this week. Acrohatics? Yeah, the Acrohatic. Acrohatrix. <laughs> Acrohatrix. Yeah. Cut to the actual show being called Hadography. It will bowler you over. Bowler. Bowler her. If we actually all get back uh, together, all the PCs in a place, um, should we talk about Yanov's, like, this, the, the what I've commissioned Yanov yeah, to do? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good, that's a very good idea to progress the actual not show uh, within a show related part of this storyline. Okay. Uh, so first of all, Yanov came at me pretty, pretty hard, uh, about me looking like I was Faye. Didn't love that. But, but, but he was trying to solve that by having some like sketchy ring thing that is supposed to keep you trapped to one plane. So I'm, I'm trying to have him make more of those, maybe bigger so that we could keep the, the vampires there. Because I still don't know what they're doing playing with the crystals. Yeah? Yeah, no, we, we definitely need to find out you know, what they were doing, all the portals and stuff, and stealing the old uh, 
um, thing that they stole that I know the name of. They stole that thing. Planar Geode. That's the one. I think that we need to have like a little mini plan for when we separate. Like maybe each of us could have one of whatever Yanov comes up with. But ideally, we should figure out whether we're going to either make sure Leland goes and talks to Ephraim or make sure 100% that Leland does not go and talk. We need to have a plan since he's the only one that might get recognized. Do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, Ephraim hasn't seen him since he was a mummy, right? He was a flesh and blood person when Ephraim last saw him. I mean, there was a period of time there, a few years, where I was just like mummified before the curse really took hold. Like, uh, when when you're cursed, uh, a mummy curse, it's kind of like a cicada. I was cicada in, in, in as a mummy for like 17 years before I regained my consciousness. So there's a chance that he could have come in the tomb and, and seen me mummy style, is what I'm saying. Doubtful. Because, like, why would you go into a tomb unless you're a white trying to steal things for a British museum? Um, wow. So there's not, like, a real need for him to come into a tomb. Well, first of all, Ephraim isn't cursed with you. Because that's the whole thing, is we came in first. Yeah? Right, but I, so I don't know if the curse was activated once I was back to Sinians, if I was just kind of in the cicada period. Either way, you do tend to have, you do tend to uh, walk into a room and then loudly announce your full name and also uh, <laughs> your your family's company and how uh, great you used to be before you switched to sugar substitutes. That's kind of a... A recurring right. thing that you do, I've noticed, uh, and also offer drugs to a lot of people. And I'm imagining you sound the same as when you were alive. Yes. Yeah, and I also yeah, you, did always offer drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you may need mm-hmm. to change your name to like uh, Dylan Leakin. Dylan Leakin. Yeah. Yeah. We've been on a mind melt tonight, you and me, brother. <laughs> I mean, Dylan Leak Leakin. What's the opposite of sugar? Pepper. From from oh Prince's God. from Prince's oh. Pepper Mill, don't sniff it. You'll sneeze. First of all, the opposite the opposite of sugar is vinegar, because the opposite of salt is pepper. Oh, I thought those were like peas and carrots, just hand a hand in hand situation. Um, so I could be Vic Vinegar. We got distilled white. We got apple cider. We got sherry. We got red wine. What type of vinegar are you interested in? What are we going to do if Lila Ann is there? No, hold on, because we need to figure out all of the weird Leland stuff. Leland, we don't know what's up with your sister. And Ephraim used to be in charge of this company that went a the whole uh, different way. What are we going to do if Lila Ann is there? What are we going to do vis-a-vis the fact that Ephraim's the bad boy? Are you going to kill him? No, we'll have Lila Ann put a hat atop Alan Jackson's head. Because he said, if anyone approaches <laughs> me with a hat, I'm going to rip their face off. That's a solid plan, though. Now, in the, in the hefty amount of time that I did travel with the brute force, I must say it was the best plan that they really ever came up with. And that plan was, hey, let's get these more talented than us people up on a stage, kind of have them do their thing. Which, I mean, I can't tell you how many promoters exactly do that that thing. They go out and they say, well, that's who's got the talent? Who, who, could, who can wow the crowd? You know, we'll put them up on stage and line our coffers, right? Um, I don't mind, you know, my my heart is in the performance, you know. They make the money, sure. They also take the risks, they'll tell you. Well, what risk is there putting Jasper Spitwistle on a stage? 
I have burnt this place down several times now that I think about it, so there is a lot of risk putting me on stage. But hey, nothing worth doing in life is worth doing without risk. And I am worth doing, and it's risky, baby. Anyway, more of that next time when we actually do put on a bit of a performance, and it's, it's really quite good. I, I mean, you don't have to take my word for it. You'll hear all about it next time. Um, but until then, you know, make sure to oil your leathers, leather up your oils, um, brush the crumbs out of your beard, for God's sakes. Just try, try, to, try to take a good look at yourself and see if you're presenting the you you want to present to the world. And when you've decided that you have presented that you to the world, make sure that you is here. At the Gilded Ram, Grog House Interior, tip your Minotaur bartenders and I will see you next time. Well, guys, you've done a wonderful job uh, convincing the friends and uh, accompanying retinue that they just need to join this great big, great big show, great, great big party show that you're throwing. Well, I spent I spent most of the episode um, making sure that Bobo was cool enough that he wouldn't get murked by one of the party members. <laughs> I spent a lot yeah. of I spent a lot of time making Bobo as cool as possible. You, you got him. You, you got him to succumb to peer pressure, so he would never no longer be bullied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I gave him a crop leather jacket, which usually happens during the high school arc and not right after. But you can tell that it was very influential. Uh, the prom was very influential. I realized just how much like social gravitas matters. Gotta get Bobo chain spoken first and foremost. Yeah, yeah. I think the new Bobo. Is great. I think that we finally got a papoose right along is wonderful. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what I'm most excited for is to see how many faces those tigerifs rip off because it might just be a bloodbath. I did think about asking yeah. Yanoff to prepare a lot of tiny hats. Yeah, just pass them out to the crowd. <laughs> and also tourniquets. Yeah. Well, how cool would it be if there was an Oprah moment where Jasper got to be like, and now look under your seats, everyone, and there's a tiny hat for all of you. You get a hat, you get a hat, and there's just a bloodbath. I love that. <laughs> hey, that. That's the best way to deal with the vampire threat, I reckon. Just give all the vampires tiny hats and say, put them on this dude. We know that we individually can't 1v1 a vampire, but do we know that a tigress couldn't take couldn't take I reckon those it could. <gasps> what if it got turned though what if the tigriff decided it wanted to be a vampire and got turned vampiric tigriffs would be the most yeah, powerful thing it would be, in eorus yeah it would be the greatest threat to to all living things absolutely it'll be it'll be over for us all i did spend most of the episode trying to remember what i called my tigriff and i just can't they were like all music things mine wasn't mine was something weird yeah okay i remember that hollis's was meat yeah uh, and then mine was jewel and leland's was alan jackson because yeah. we were talking about chattahoochee all right i have them written down somewhere as you guys continue to outro i'll see if i can find it oh wait never mind i found it um so yes uh, we have Jewel. The original name, by the way, of Alan Jackson was Raptor. That was uh, that was Pat's original name right. for his Tigriff was Raptor, and then he changed the name to Alan Jackson. Uh, Hollis's was Meat, and John Morza Tigriff's name was Arlo. Arlo. Yeah, I can't remember why it was Arlo, but yeah, <laughs> that works. 
Uh, we have a review from Gravity Spiker here. An excellent podcast with a very compelling adventure party and a great cast dynamic. Much love to all the cast members. Uh, thank you. Is that somebody you play volleyball with? No. That would be a good like screen name for a volleyball player. I do. I do like playing the sport of volleyball. Um, I do think it could be improved if we adopted a um, roller derby style mentality uh-huh. and all had fun, mm. aggressive code yeah. names. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant and we're all on roller skates. Well, I think it. that would make it much more mm. dangerous, which, hey, depends. Could you imagine sand volleyball on roller skates? You doing indoor volleyball or are you doing more sand volleyballs? So I did I did sand volleyball when the temperature was compliant with sand volleyball. Sure. Um and but I my I've I've indoor has started back again. So a couple of Wednesdays ago, I started having indoor volleyball, and then my league starts next week. It's a fun game. Yeah, it is. I've been playing it for tw- twenty years. Oh no, I didn't need to. I didn't need to quantify it. Fuck, I've been playing volleyball for over twenty years. I like to do a spike. That's, that's my favorite part. I'm a gravity spiker. Oh, fun! As opposed to an anti-gravity. Spike. Yeah, I like to get up there. The way you said, the way you said, I like to do a spike is the same way that aeronautics says it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. That, I don't like it that much. <laughs> Jesus, Fokker, it's just a game. Uh, I'm a setter for any of my volleyball heads out there. I think the way that you said I like to do a spike is the same way that Curtis Blow says basketball is my <laughs> favorite sport. I like the way I dribble up and down the court. <laughs> Like it's a very clinical approach to the game. I like a, I like to do a good spike. Right. If you if you did unto me a set, I'd spike the bejesus out of that ball. If hey, if your if your body is ever in the same place my body's in, I I would I'll take you on a little volleyball and I'll set I'll set you all day. Got those long arms, uh, Ichabod Crane build. I just slap that thing. Yeah, and I well, and I got that Miss Incredible build, so you can't fucking knock me over. Is there a term where you're gonna pretend to spike it, but then you just kind of a, like a faint? Yeah, do you call it a dink? I call it a dink. I don't think dink is the technical term of anything. It could be. It should be. Okay. So if you want to if talk... If you like dinks. If you, if you like dinks and you want to tell Patrick all about him, you can find him on Twitter at Patrick underscore Rankin. If you want to talk about the sport of volleyball or any other sport involving, you know, like, like croquet, badminton... Saw a kid today in, in uh, my friend's neighborhood <laughs> practicing his uh, cricket bowling, which you don't see God, fuck too these often. Twitters, right? So anyway, if you want to talk about cricket bowling, uh, talk to uh, John at News with uh, Z as a Z because I feel like they play cricket in, in old British Isles. Yeah, I love a good bit of cricket. Gonna get your googlies and your googlies stuff. That's a that's a cricket term. Wickets. Googly. It's a type of bowl. It's a type Googly? of... Googly? Yeah. Googly. Ew. Googly. It's true. It's true. Uh, yeah. Uh, LBW. Uh, that's all I know. That stands for leg before wicket. Yeah. Uh, if if you like sports which aren't cricket and don't go on for seven weeks for one game, then you can speak to Adam at the Adam Bash. Uh, and if you would just like for this part of the outro to end, you can talk to Ray on Instagram at Ray, not Romano. Mm. You can check out the show at Brute Force Cast. We're also out there. A googly is a ball bowled with a deceptive action. Oh, so it's like a dink. It's a dink. 
It was a dink. So it's a it's, it's a like a dink. dink. It's just it's like all a dink. coming full circle. <laughs> all right, uh, dinks are magic. Dinks are magic. Uh, chicken fried dinks. Yeah, googlies are dinks, and crickets valid. Yeah, practice your dinks. Jumbo be dinking. Horse dink. I hate horse dink. I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go on the record before I stop this recording that I I'm not pro horse dink. <laughs>